gonna use just a mic on the little deal. Hopefully I can talk loud enough. Never had a problem with it, but this could be the first time, I don't know. Woo! The racist episode. The races. Racist. Racist. Hot fucking mic. Black Coke Radio. I'm not even on Black Coke Radio much, anyways. I don't know why I keep saying that. It's fucking weird. Like, who the fuck am I? I'm a fucking hobo. Uh oh. And that motherfucker with the million dollar voice is back on the mic. Live on Promote Your Podcast. Something like live on the Joe Madness Show. All right, so this is going to be a, I don't know, going to be a racist episode. You know, I put racist, like, like there's a race, you know, because I, I guess that's what we are, right? We're all considerably different races. You know, all along, though, it's not that we're all like the human race, but so many categories of motherfuckers, you know, we got the Chinese, we got the Italians, we got the Mexicans and the Mexicans and the Cubanos and I don't know, of course, uh, the world famous white people, you know, and if you're listening for the first fucking time, this is the world renowned Joe Madness show. And of course, I'm just a hobo on a fucking mic. And that fucking mic is hot. So, my attempt today is just kind of make everybody feel uncomfortable. Even if nobody's listening and watching. Because eventually, people do come across the goddamn videos. And they do come across the fucking audio. For some reason. No idea why. Not really my intention, but it happens accidentally on the daily. So that shit happened. All right, so what are we going to talk about today? I think what I want to do is just kind of throw all the racial epithets out there. Just talk a lot of shit and just make everybody angry and sad. And, you know, just make the whole goddamn room uncomfortable because. That's everybody's life, man. You know, everybody's crying. Everybody's upset about what somebody said to them and what the world feels about their own color, whatever the fuck, right? So, I don't know. What what am I trying to get out of this? What am I trying to get? Well, for one, I believe that if you're not entertaining yourself, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? You know, as the great D.L. Hughley said, a black comedian, he said, anytime you do comedy, if the fucking room ain't uncomfortable, you ain't doing your goddamn job. Now, he's probably not talking about the levels that I'm trying to reach this afternoon, but you know, it is what it is, right? That's what he said. So... I'm going to use it. <laughs> ah! 
All right, why are there people watching? This is so crazy. There shouldn't be anybody watching. This is fucking crazy. I didn't even spell the shit right. What did I, how did I spell it? So I did a live video and I put, are there any racist fucking podcasts or something like that? Spell racist wrong. I spelled it like a race. Like you're doing a race, like a foot race. And then I think R was just like AR or maybe something like that. You know, the one thing I won't do, though, I can't do this. I don't know why. I can't fucking say the N-word, you guys. I don't know why. I can't fucking say it. You know, I was in the house earlier. And, you know, my roommate, I don't know why. I have no idea why. She can just sit there and just say the N-word like fucking's going out of style. You know what I mean? And she's not even black. So, it's so uncomfortable. I don't know why people use that word. So, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I would say antiquated. That's what I would say. Like, why would you sit there and use a word that makes a group of people feel like fucking garbage? Makes no goddamn sense to me. It really doesn't. So, that's the only thing I won't do. I won't say the N-word. I can't do it. Can't fucking do it. I don't know if it's for uh, lack of balls or... I just, man, I can't fucking do it. I've heard so many people cry over that word and get so upset that they are on the verge of murking somebody. Like, picture themselves in a Call of Duty game. They have all the fucking weaponry in the world. And as soon as you say that goddamn word, they're like, I'm going to kill you. It's about to go down. So, you know, I, I can't do it. I can't fucking do it. You know, I was talking to my buddy, though. His name's Charlie Hart, the world-fucking-famous Charlie Hart. He's a producer, and um, I don't know. He, he does a lot of coke. There's actually this video of us um, doing... What was it? We were doing a Skype video call, and I was like, all right, so what's going to happen? I haven't even showered yet, and this guy is fucking blowing up my phone talking about, let's do a fucking video jump. So I'm like, all right. So we jump on... And this guy is literally begging his fucking roommate for some cocaine. And I'm like, come on, Charlie, you're better than that. And I'm really not going anywhere with that, but I'm just saying that, you know what, you should not do cocaine. But as far as Charlie is concerned, though, what was I getting at with Charlie? What was I saying? I say so much stuff. What was I going to tell you guys about Charlie? Mm. Okay, I remember. Okay, so Charlie loves black people. I have no idea why he loves black people so much. I mean, I fucking hate everybody. I really do. I don't give a shit what color you are, how many babies you got, what fucking uh, your mom's name is, your fucking dad. I mean, fuck your life. I mean, I, I just hate people. I don't know why. Call it mental illness. Call it whatever you want. I mean, I don't give a shit. I ain't got no goddamn excuse, you know? I just hate people. I really do. But what I'm getting at, though, with Charlie, though, is we were having a conversation because he loves black women so much. If you go to his Mr. Black Hulk Instagram, there's black people everywhere. There really is. It's amazing. So many black people. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, you know, it is what it is. If you love a certain group of people, then whatever, right? So we're having this conversation about black folks and... I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck to call black people anymore. You know, when I was growing up, a lot of people were like, okay, so I want to be called an African-American. 
So you're saying that you're from Africa or something? I don't know. I guess essentially all black people come from Africa, right? I mean, you trace it back, I don't know, since the beginning of time and then Africa was there and then there was black folks and then somehow everybody just migrated wherever the fuck they went. I don't know. So Charlie thinks that if you call a black person black, if you call them a Negro, they're going to whoop your ass. They're going to get so upset. I'm like, I don't think they will, though. I mean, what else are you supposed to call them? I don't know. A lot of them like to say they're brown. I mean, is that accurate? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what color I am. I'm pretty, pretty light-skinned. I would say I'm like, uh, I don't know, maybe a tan. Really, a couple shades more than white. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you could sit there and go to Origins, and you could talk about, you know, where your family came from, and you can do one of them DNA tests and actually break down everything and anything that, I guess, a racial buildup would be. But at the end of the day, what do people do? They look at you, and they're like, okay, you're black. You're Mexican. And they're like, I'm not Mexican. I'm fucking Cuban. I'm Puerto Rican. It's like, no, bitch, you're Mexican. You know? <laughs> I mean, why do people get so mad, though? I don't fucking get it. I mean, does it really matter, though, what people call you or they don't call you? You know, I've always had this mentality. It's not what people call you. It's what you answer to. Right? So, you know, I grew up, I think my name was, uh, my birth name was something else. Never, ever was called that. You know, over the years, I guess over the months of me being alive, from a baby to what I am now, it's just always been shortened. It's always been shortened. It's always been called something else. I've always been called something else that wasn't even related to anything that my name actually was. So, when you sit there and you talk about, hey, you know what? This guy called me a spit. They called me the N-word. They called me a fucking chink or a, I don't know, whatever other stupid fucking you know, racial epithets people come up with that offend the world, right? It's not what they call you. It's what you answer to. Now, there's so much silly shit out there. I mean, so many racial slurs, so many stereotypes when it comes to a certain group of people. I mean, why do people get so fucking offended over it, though? You know, there's a comedian named Louis C.K. He said, you know, you can go around just call people Jews. But you put a little stank on it and you call him a Jew. You know, like a Jew. Then all of a sudden it's a problem. When essentially they are Jewish. They are a Jew. So why would they get mad? Do any of you guys know? Anybody out there watching know why somebody would get offended by another person calling them a racial slur? I don't understand it. I really don't. You can call me whatever the fuck you want to call me. Why would I get offended over somebody's words that essentially the person that it's coming from don't mean anything to me? Like, I don't know them. I have no idea what they think on a daily basis. Why would you get offended? Do any of you guys use the N-word on a daily basis? Tell you right now, I don't do it, but I hear a lot of people do it and they want to act like they don't fucking do it. I mean, I hear it on the phone all the time, you're right? Some secret calling technology where I'm able to listen in on phone calls. It's really amazing though. People pay you to do this and you're able to listen to people in real time 
talk about other people in the world. Now, it doesn't matter if they're white, doesn't matter if they're black, Hispanic, doesn't matter what the fucking age is. It really doesn't. You get people on a private fucking conversation on many of things that's talked about. One of the things being just racially charged conversations, you know? Everybody's got something to say about a different color other than themselves. I don't really understand it. You know, a lot of the younger generation are doing the same shit, you know, getting those values passed down from the older generation, and it seems like it's never going to go away. Personally, I just look at people as just people. You know, whether I'm dating somebody or whether I'm not dating people. I look at somebody, I'm like, okay. Well, this person's a dumbass because they don't know how to talk. They don't know how to read. Just the way they present themselves, you know? Just like, you know what? I don't want to talk to that person. It has nothing to do with them being black, white, yellow, orange, whatever the fuck the color is. Like, fuck the color. If you want me to be your friend, if you want me to talk to you, you got to bring something to the table. I can't just sit there and be expected to be friendly friendly to you when I don't want to be friendly to anybody. You know, sometimes I kind of feel like people do a certain thing just to get you to be their friend. When they sit there and they try to coerce you, they try to manipulate you. You know, people do it all the time to everybody. And it doesn't come down to one certain race or color. It comes down to just how shitty is that person to the rest of the fucking world? That's what it comes down to. You know, growing up in a little shitty town in Texas, you know, I was told by a lot of white people you know, my community, that, you know, I was a piece of shit, that um, I was going to be poor and broke for the rest of my life, that they were better than me. You know, I would get made fun of on a daily basis by white people, you know, because I didn't have a certain type of clothes, a certain brand, because my shoes were from like, I don't know, Walmart or JCPenney's or some other fucking store, and I... My mom had this crazy idea. So, I don't know if she just got done watching some Charlie Brown shit or something. But she was like, you know what? We're going to get you the same pair of pants. The same fucking color and everything. And you're going to wear that shit for the rest of your life, right? <laughs> so, I would go to school. I think my shirts were different, though. But I'd go to school and my pants would be the same. So, everybody would be like, are you wearing the same shit? And I'm like, I don't know. My mom just put my clothes out and she told me to wear them. So, that's what I did, right? So, I think even in schools, man, it's just so segregated. Like, I went to a white school, pretty much. Like, it just kind of fell into the district, the zone. So, it would be me, you know, some, some Mexican kids. And then it would be the blacks and be the white people. And the white people, they were either... Some of them were cool, though. Like, the ones that were in the military, they were all right. And the ones that just kind of grew up in that little shitty town... They were just fucking assholes, man. You can always kind of differentiate what people were into. It all came, always came down to race, though. It seems like all the white kids were always into 
Dragon Ball Z and what was the other shit? Maybe some Superman and um, Power Rangers, you know? It just kind of seemed like me and the Mexican kids were kind of into Batman and Superman and, you know, Ninja Turtles, some shit like that. You know, and growing up, I never really fought any white kids. I really didn't. You kind of figure you would, you know, because they shit on you so much. But for me, though, it was more like having problems with the black kids. Now, essentially, we kind of grew up the same way. You know, we're, we're both minorities. And I don't even know what we were fighting about. I really don't. All I know is they would pick on me. I would get fucking mad. I'd punch them in the face. And then there you go, right? Neighborhood fights. Just the black kids against the Mexican kids. And then who knows what the fuck you're fighting about. I mean, was it a race thing though? I don't fucking know. It was more just another group of kids just shitting on you. I mean, I guess you can call it a racial thing. You know, and this one thing though happened though. When I was a kid, there was this guy. His name was Ben, right? They used to call him Ben Jammin in fifth grade. So... One time, me and Ben, fucking talking, and he's like, hey, why don't you come over and play some video games, and, you know, we can play some some board games and shit. I was like, all right. So I told my mom and everything. I went over there, and I was like, oh my gosh, man, these people have so much fucking money. It's fucking crazy. You talking about snacks? They got fucking drawers full of snacks. They got, like, everything brand new, and it was just amazing. Like, I've seen it before. But I've never really seen it with people that were just, I don't know, people you just went to school with, right? Now, I didn't feel jealousy or anything like that, but it kind of seemed like at that point in my life, I kind of figured out, you know what? There are, I don't know, there, there are some boundaries. There are some, I don't know. Like, I don't know, I would, I would probably say there's a connection issue, kind of like with the internet, you know, how you're having trouble connecting or anything else connecting. So when you take somebody who doesn't grow up rich and then there's another guy, right? Another kid that wants to talk to him and he's rich. And then they get together and they start talking. You know, a lot of things happen. They really do. Like you sit there and you start questioning, why don't I live the same way that they do? You know, essentially his parents were, uh, I think one of them was a doctor and another one was a teacher. Some shit like that. But yeah, as we got older though, I mean, you do go to middle school and then you go to high school and everything and, you know, that that distance just keeps getting bigger and bigger. I mean, there's really nothing you can do about it. I really don't know the solution to why, you know, a certain group of kids that are a different color than another group, maybe another social class, can't come together and just be friends, you know? It's really crazy. That up there is my podcast. I can't fucking see links. I am doing a show right now about racially charged conversations. The only thing I won't talk about, though, is dropping the N-word. That's the only thing I won't talk about because I don't like it. I really don't. It's a, it's a really horrible word. I don't know why people still use it. But I have heard a lot of people use it on the phones, though. Crazy enough, though, nobody has the balls to actually go up to the other person. These people using the word and actually call another person that word. I mean, they want to change it up. They want to 
drop an A at the end. It's just like, motherfucker, you were just on the phone talking to your mom, talking to your homeboy, right? You were like, hey, you know what? This fucking guy. And then they dropped it with an ER, right? Why is it a good time to check you out? Are you talking about having a racist podcast? Because if you have a racist podcast, I will totally hear it right now. Or if you guys know anybody with the racist podcast, I totally want to check it out. You know, there was this guy on the Joe Rogan show. He was this black guy. So this guy's based out of Georgia, right? He jumped on the show and this guy was converting the KKK members and um, not being so ignorant and not sitting there hating on a certain group of people because of the color of the skin. You know, what he was doing is a beautiful thing. I mean, he still does it. But a lot of the conversation began with, hey, just him going up to people and just being like, hey, what's up? Hello. How you doing, sir? They would talk to him eventually. You know, some of them took a couple months. Some of them took like six months. But what happened, though, after that, after the conversation actually started getting initiated and, you know, just being able to just talk to that person every now and again, they would sit there and have conversations about a many of things. They would even ride in the same vehicle together. No one fucking well that the guy sitting next to him fucking hates him because he's black. So the conversations that they would have would be beautiful. There would be one guy sitting there telling them that he hates the black people because there's something programmed in their fucking brain or something that they're inferior to the rest of the fucking population that are white. So anybody that's not white, this guy would sit there and and make up excuses that they had some type of disorder, some type of black gene, some Negro gene that would make them act crazy and go off and kill people. And this guy just kind of looked at him. He was like, you know, it's funny you bring that up because I can name one serial killer, actually a few of them that are not white, that are black. How many can you name that are not white? And he started listing all the white guys that were serial killers over the period in history. I mean, you're talking about what? Uh, John Wayne Gacy. <sighs> you're talking about the uh, the unit bomber, you know? You're talking about all these other guys that killed a lot of people that were serial killers and they happened to be white. You know, there's a, there's a couple of them that aren't white. You know, there's a... What's that guy's name? John Ramirez, I think. That guy, he had, he had like the fucking uh, shit on his hand. I forgot what his name is. Or is, uh, I don't know what they call him, the Zodiac Killer, I think. No, blow your mind on my subject, which is a game. Pretty popular. What the fuck are you talking about right now? Why did you jump on my shit if you know damn well I am talking about racially charged shit? It has nothing to do with a video game. Nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. You know, this fucking episode is going to be glorious. Essentially, people are going to be pissed off or they're going to fucking love it. I don't know. Alright, so... You know, there, there are a lot of stuff out there. I can, I can bring up some stuff right now. You know, there's actually a group on Facebook that I'm a part of. Kind of. I mean, I say kind of because, you know, these people are really angry. You know, if you're not black, they fucking hate you. 
if you say anything related to whatever they're talking about, which is basically just a bunch of people that are black sitting there complaining about how the rest of the planet that isn't black fucking hates them. How they're not given the same opportunities and blah, 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 blah. It all has to do with black people, right? Here's one. It's about time. House approves historic bill making lynching a federal crime. All right, so there's that. It's like, I didn't even know that was still a thing. Like, you sit there and tie somebody to a tree and you throw rocks at them, right? You throw boulders or whatever the fuck you want to them. Why would that be illegal? Now, apparently now, NPR.org is talking about it. Let's go and click on it. Because this is amazing. We're in fucking 2020. Gay people out there having gay parades and they're fucking each other in the ass and eating their pussies or whatever they're doing. And then you got women that are able to have equality amongst men and they're able to vote and blah, blah, blah. But lynching, apparently, is now a federal crime as of, when is this article? Oh, it was written the 26th and today's the 29th. All right, so what's it saying? It says, with supporters calling it more than 100 years in the making. 100 years! Wow. The House of Representatives overwhelmingly approved legislation on Wednesday that makes lynching a federal hate crime for the first time in U.S. history. The Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Act was approved in a vote of 410 to 4. There was four people that are in the House of Representatives that said, you know what? I don't know if we should make that a federal crime to throw rocks at people that are fucking die. How fucking amazing is that? That's in 2020. Talking about some bullshit, man. This act of American terrorism has to be repudiated. Illinois' Democrat Bobby Rush, who sponsored the legislation nearly two years ago, told NPR. And now it's being repudiated. It's never too late to... What the fuck? Am I saying that word right or not? I kind of feel like I'm not. It bothers me. Because I like to pride myself on my ability to read. To repudiate evil <laughs> and his lynching is an American evil. All right, so this guy tweeted out. His name's Bobby L. Rush. Lynching is an American evil. Today we send a strong message that violence and race-based violence in particular has no place in America. You know, I, I think it's any type of violence. I mean, that's one form of violence, which is lynching. Which anything related to lynching is probably racially charged. I mean, this is the type of shit you can find on this group, which is called the Grown Folks Talk Group. All right. So most of these are, are really just black stuff. I hate the damn internet. LOL. When the light skin tax return finally hit. He's talking about what he's doing with his money, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. People love that post, though. There's 2.8 million views. Shitload of comments. I mean, I don't really understand it. Is it something that you have to be black to get it? I don't fucking get it. Now, somebody black said Democrats should be taking a lot of water so they could build up more tears. November is almost here. Hashtag Trump 2020. I'm pretty sure if you click on it, there's so many black people that are shitting on them. Fuck Trump. I see person has died from the coronavirus in the U.S., while he's calling it a hoax. What kind of president is this? It's not funny no more. Yeah, it's very true, man. That coronavirus is not anything to laugh at. That shit is real. 
It's fucking real. All right, what else you got? The person is a troll. Don't entertain them with the reaction. Just get out and vote 2020. This bitch don't even live in the United States. Man, you must be smoking. It shows a, a picture of Judge Greg Mathis smoking a pipe. Look at that. Fucking awesome. You gotta love it. You want to stay in podcasts? I don't need judgment on my video, just the audio and the video I have on YouTube. Well, fucking ask your mom to listen to it. I'm trying to run a fucking business here. Kind of. Build up my brand? Do a goddamn show? What the fuck you think I'm doing, man? I'm not Captain Save a whole motherfucker. Thank goodness we have an opportunity to flip the Senate and strengthen the House. Gotta keep that bacon in a crate. Sorry, a cage. Alright, what else they got? I love this fucking group, though. But you can't say anything, though, because they get mad at you. And they always post pictures of nasty food. Like, here we go. Pick a plate, A or B. I would pick neither, because both of them look nasty. What is that? Ooh, man, I don't, I don't know. This is like, it looks like some cafeteria food. Light-skinned black man deal with racism on both sides, white and black. <laughs> Tell me I'm a liar, I'll wait. 237 comments. What do people got to say? Come on, load. I want to hear this shit. Let me read. All right, so while that's loading up, what do you guys got? You have any personal experiences dealing with racism in your own town, your own cities, maybe on the internet you want to talk about? I want to listen to it. I kind of feel like there's no, there's not a lot of awareness going on when it comes to people experiencing racism firsthand. It kind of seems like people just kind of feel like it's it's something that doesn't exist anymore. But in all reality, it is fucking valid. It is running rampant, and nobody's talking about it. For some reason, the comments don't want to load. I kind of feel like these comments are going to be amazing. Bro, you should have left your profile in private. Don't be a bray. What is that? What's a bray? What is that? B-R-E-H. I don't understand what that is. He says, I'm going to do me, Beely, delete it. I feel a row session coming on, hopefully. These are the best ones. I've been light-skinned all my life, and my dick never stays dry or had any problems with attracting women. Don't let these people fool you, G. We all suffer in the same amount of evil in this world. I kind of agree with that, yeah. Racist of your own race, shaking my head. Light skin, dark skin, we all drops the N-word to a lot of them. You know, that's the mentality a lot of people have, you know. How do you change it, though? You know, a lot of people out there that, that feel the world is against them. You know, they feel like the white people, the white man hates them. They're just, I don't know. It's just a certain type of mentality that just kind of feels like, okay, I can't, I can't get a job. I can't progress in life, in my own life, because I'm black, because I'm white, or not really white, but, you know, because I'm a minority, you know what I mean? Why does that mentality exist, though? Why can't it be like, you know what, if I bust my fucking ass, maybe I go to school, maybe I have some values that are good in the world, that try to help people, maybe I got a good work ethic, you know, I show up on time, I'm punctual, something like that, that it will eventually... Be like, okay, well, I don't have any excuses, you know? I'm getting a fair shake, right? 
I think it it probably has something to do with the way people are brought up, though. Oh wow, Donald Trump's wife Melania, Melania, naked shoot for GQ magazine. Girl on girl photos exposed. Is this really her? God damn, that's the first lady. She's fucking butt naked. And you guys at home, you're just missing it. You really are. You're missing a lot of stuff. Oh, shit, they're playing, uh, there's an Air Force base down the road. They're playing music. What time is it? 2.24? Why would they be playing that? Holy shit, this woman's 61 years old? Look at this picture. She's somebody on, right? Can we blow it up or no? I don't even know. All right, look at that. That's fucking crazy. She don't look that old. Supposedly she's 61. That's fucking insane. I'm gonna look way worse than that when I'm old. Just saying. There's so much good stuff on this. I wanna, I wanna read some more. <laughs> Walking to my kid's high school graduation because I had them at 42. This guy with a cane, he's got gloves on, he's got a pipe. Come on, play. Look at this. This motherfucker looks like he's having fun. I don't know. Fucking awesome. What else we got? My brother doesn't know that our dad is not his biological dad. My mother birthed my brother out of wedlock and met my father while my brother was six months old. Three months later, she married my father on my brother's first birthday. He adopted him. My brother's last name was changed and my father signed the birth certificate. I recently found this out because I overheard a conversation between my mom and my dad. I asked my parents about it. My dad told me my mom left the room. My father is very sickly and has a rare disease with a life expectancy of two years or less. My father wants to tell my brother the truth, but my mother doesn't. I am super close with my brother. We talk every day and I feel guilty holding on to the secret. I feel like my brother should know. What should I do? Should I tell my brother? So... I don't understand the situation. Like they don't have the same dad or something? And then she doesn't want to tell him that they're not really... Okay, so he's adopted. I don't really understand. Like, why not just fucking tell him? Why is that so hard? I don't really get it. All right, Hilton Hotel to host Neo-Confederate Group Conference on the last day of Black History Month. You know, I kind of feel like these people just want attention, though. I don't know. Let's find out what they're talking about. I'm going to click on the article. So this is from the Huffington Post. As soon as it loads, we can talk about it. Sons of Confederate veterans. You know, I kind of feel like a lot of people with that Confederacy flag like, it doesn't really mean what it used to to these people. They're just kind of saying, hey, you know what, we're rebellious. And then you do got a certain type of people that are like, you know what, we're neo-Nazis. You know, when I was growing up, 
you know, there's a lot of hillbillies around. Anytime you saw that fucking flag, though, you'd be running the other way because you know those motherfuckers weren't playing around, you know what I mean? I feel like people don't really have to deal with that anymore. At least I hope they don't. Despite concerns from racial justice act- activists and North Carolina branch of the Hilton Hotel change, our chain will host a gathering for a group devoted to valorizing the Confederacy, which fought the Civil War explicitly to keep black Americans enslaved on the last day of Black History Month. So these guys are called the Sons of Confederate Veterans. Alright, what does it say? They, much like neo-Nazis, recognize Confederate iconography as a shorthand expression of white supremacy in a deadly ways it intersects with this country's toxic legacies of racism. Allowing this hate-filled organization space at your hotel validates its existence and intentions. Furthermore, with the known connection to the KKK, having this convening at Breer Creek Embassy Suites jeopardizes the safety and comfort of other hotel guests. Although our hotels are places that welcome all, we do not adopt or endorse the views of individuals or groups that we serve. I don't know, I kind of feel like if you allow a group of people to spread hate in your establishment, then you become part of the problem. Call me crazy. What is this guy saying? Wow, this guy's really in his feelings over here. John, whatever his name is. Why do people get so upset if you don't want to fucking buy any of the crap? I mean, I'm trying to do my own show, trying to talk about something important that I feel like people should talk about, and he's getting in his feelings about who knows what. All right, so what else is it saying? After protesters on the University of North Carolina's Chapel Hill campus tore down the Confederate statue known as Silent Sam in 2018, the Sons of Confederate Veterans filed a lawsuit seeking to take possession of it. This past November, the group came to an agreement with the UNC Board of Governors. Alright, for some reason it moved. Alright, Sons of Confederate Veterans would not only get the statue, but would also receive $2.4 million in taxpayer money to maintain and preserve it. What the hell? That's fucking crazy. Here's the statue in question. I don't really know what this is, but here's what it looks like. Alright, so apparently these neo-Nazi Confederate motherfuckers are upset that they tore down the statue because it represents hate. Police and protesters surround the toppled statue of Confederate soldier known as Silent Sam on the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill campus after a local demonstration for its removal on August 20th, 2018. Alright, so I want to look up Silent Sam because this is fucking crazy. What is that? I've never even heard of that guy. gotta be something having to do with hate i don't know racism all right so we're just kind of googling it real quick there's some on wikipedia maybe it's uh maybe it tells a little bit more all right so the confederate monument university of north carolina commonly known as silent sam is a bronze statue of a confederate soldier by canadian sculptor John A. Wilson, which stood on the historic McCorkle Place of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill from 1913 until it was pulled down by protesters in 2018. 
<sighs> it's been described as the front door of the university in a position of honor. But what does it mean, though? All right, so establishing a Confederate monument at a Southern University became a goal of the North Carolina chapter of the United Daughters of the Confederacy. In 1907, UNC approved the group's request in 1908, and with funding from UNC alumni, the UDC, and the university, Wilson designed the statue using a young Boston man as his model. At the unveiling on June 2, 1913, local industrialist and UNC trustee Julian Carr gave a speech in espousing white supremacy. While the governor, Locke Craig, UNC President Francis Venable, and members of the UDC praised the sacrifices made by the students who volunteered to fight for the Confederacy. All right, so it, I guess it's a, it's a statue commemorating people that wish that slavery was still persistent, you know, rampant in today's day of age. Why would you want that around, though? I don't understand. Maybe because it has ties to your family or something. I don't really get it. You know, for people to get so upset over this, something that just kind of represents hate in the world, you know, it's very unfortunate that people feel this way. You know, I don't understand why you would waste your energy on something like that when it makes a whole lot of group of other people just feel like shit because you're essentially saying that you fucking hate them. You know, what kind of situations have you gone through that have made you feel that somebody was possibly wanting to do a hate crime towards you? Or maybe you were in a racially charged environment yourself and you did not know what to do. You know, I kind of feel like day in and day out, we could possibly, if you really think about it, you could be in a situation where people are being prejudiced towards you or racial towards you, you know, racist. And it kind of feels like if you're not ever used to it, though, I want to say people in San Antonio have really never gone through this. But I've talked to several people in San Antonio. And they don't know pretty much they don't know anything else besides San Antonio. If they were to travel somewhere else in the U.S., maybe even Texas, so we just narrowed down to Texas, there are shitty towns in Texas where you are not welcome, believe it or not. You are not fucking welcome. They will fucking let you know about it. You know, when I went to the Crackle Barrel, right? This was back in, um, I want to say maybe 2008. They just built the motherfucker. You know, this girl I was dating at the time, she came from South Texas, you know, in a predominant Mexican town. You know, it's a, it's a border town. We're sitting there walking around the gift shop in the Cracker Barrel. There was this old white lady that was an employee. She was following around, looking in her bag, like on a sneaky sneak, right? Trying to see if there was anything that she stole. She just kept following us around. I mean, we ended up probably buying like $50 worth of shit there, but that was a that was a rough 10 minutes, man, of somebody just chasing you around thinking you're going to rob the place. Like, how about you show me where the good shit is 
And then I'll think about robbing you. How about that? It's fucking crazy, bro. It really is. Like, I don't understand why people have to be like that toward others. It's so insane to me. I mean, if you don't like somebody, you know, that's another thing. But if you're going to sit there and look at somebody and be like, oh, they're black. That's why I don't like you. That's fucking crazy, isn't it? It's fucking insane. Because you're Mexican, because you're fucking Asian. You know, there was a whole thing going on. I can't remember. It was like, probably for the last decade. You know, this whole thing all over the media, all over the world. Or actually, you know what? My world, anyways, here in the U.S. People talking about, hey, you know what? They took my jobs, you know? It's just like, what jobs are you talking about? Kind of seems like everybody could have the same job if they really wanted to. I don't think anybody's taking your goddamn job, you know? So with some like live on Promotion Podcast, the Joe Madness Show, we're talking about racism. Like, what does it mean to you and how does it affect your life? It kind of seems like this uh, group chat's really dead. How long have we been recording so far? So it's been almost an hour. So somebody wants to get involved and... I'm just kind of sitting here chilling. We go another 15 minutes. You know, unfortunately, racism is one of those things where, you know, even if you want to bring awareness about it, nobody out there that's listening or watching wants to talk about it because you're scared. You know, I, I think the beginning of able to fix the problem would be to, you know, have a conversation about it. If you're not able to have a conversation about something, how could you expect anybody to get, anybody to be aware of it and actually fix the problem? You know, this is something that people are dealing with on a daily basis. Whether or not you choose to acknowledge it, I mean, it is real. It does exist. Just like the coronavirus. That shit is fucking real. Believe it or not. It is an epidemic. And this is something that's been around for probably the beginning of time. You know, slavery, believe it or not, it wasn't started by, you know, just Africans being put on a boat, you know, being sold by their own people. You know, slavery has been around for a long time. And it had nothing to do with the color of your skin. It had everything to do with your social class in life. You know, slavery has been around since the Roman days, even before that. I'm pretty sure there could be evidence out there of cavemen just enslaving each other. I mean, that shit's a real thing, you know. You know, one thing, though, it's really telling about this whole racism issue. Now, you talk about people that play sports, people that play on a national college level. These motherfuckers ain't getting paid. I think the biggest reason why they're not getting paid is because most of the athletes are black. Now, I think if everybody was white and African-Americans did not care about the sport, about football, about basketball, I mean, the main ones. I mean, we're not talking about tennis. Nobody gives a shit about tennis. We're not talking about hockey or fucking lacrosse or I don't know. What, what else they got? Softball. I mean, people care about baseball somewhat, but I don't know. It kind of it seems like Baseball's not really that big, though. When you talk about sports, though, I always think about basketball and I think about football. 
Because those are the sports that are bringing in the most money for these universities. You know, you talk about when they make these college games, or they used to anyways. These companies, these schools, they would make so much money off of this. Billions of dollars. Millions. Half a million. Just off of just one thing and then getting paid another fucking 10 million for this. Another 20 million for that off of a fucking video game. And they don't want to give them any fucking money. All they want to do is pay the fucking, the coaches, right? The coaches, there's coaches out there making like $10 million. And then they want to use the rest of the money for the, I don't know, whatever the school deems fit, I suppose. Which none of us know what they're doing. Because I don't think they open up the books to anybody. So they could very well be pocketing a lot of the money. And then just sitting there saying, okay, so we're keeping keeping these other programs alive that are in relation to sport, right? You're talking about the, the other sports that nobody gives a shit about, like baseball and softball and lacrosse and all these other sports that aren't bringing any fucking money. When you think about it that way, I mean, these people, these kids, man, they're playing basketball, they're playing football, and they get fucking hurt. They no longer get that scholarship anymore because they didn't finish fucking school. They no longer are able to further their careers in the sport, even though they were really good at it, to be able to go to the pros because they got hurt. Not only do they miss out on future education, they miss out on being able to make some serious fucking cash that they weren't making while they were attending said school. You know, it's a really big problem, you know. Hopefully they get it fixed and everybody spreads the wealth to these kids because a lot of them can barely even eat, barely even afford whatever they need to live. I mean, you're talking about basic health care. You're talking about fucking being able to eat on the daily. I mean, why would you not want to pay the kids that play fucking football and basketball in college? It makes no fucking sense to me. It really doesn't. But yeah, I wholeheartedly believe though, if these kids were all white, I mean, they would be getting paid. I don't, I don't see why they wouldn't be. But unfortunately though, most of them are minorities. Most of them being black. I mean, let's be honest here. I've always said, you know what? If I started an NBA team like tomorrow, I'd fire all the white guys and I'd start, you know what? All blacks. That's all I would play. Because those are the guys that are better essentially at basketball than any other fucking player. I mean, you know what? There are some guys in history that have played pretty good. I mean, you talk about your Larry Bird. You talk about there's uh, Manu Ginobili. But, I mean, he wasn't a superstar, though. Larry Bird, arguably, right? I mean, a lot of people like him. There's something about Larry Bird that people were just like, you know what? That motherfucker's awesome. But there isn't enough, I don't think. There isn't enough guys that aren't black and did it really good. How am I doing today? Pretty good. Just doing a show about racism because it's awesome, right? Nobody talks about it. Nobody talks about racism. What do we got here? All right, so we got about another nine minutes. So what do you guys think? What do you guys think about all this racism going on in America? Anybody got anything? Nobody? 
I feel like you guys always want to talk about something fun, you know? Let's talk about some real shit, though. Let's talk about racism. Why not? Come on. Who's got something? Anybody? Wow, nobody's saying anything. Okay. All right, let's go back to the grown folks group. You probably got a lot to say. All right. These guys always have some good posts. They really do. I'm going to go all the way down. Get down to the good ones, you know. Ooh, somebody's talking about Obama. Hope this post is approved. We need to tell the truth to be told. Obama's 2009 Recovery Act kicked off over 10 years of economic growth. You know what? Did it, though? I don't know. I mean, you know what? The economy wasn't that great under Obama. You know, it, it kind of feels, though, that a lot of black people are just hung up on Obama because he's black. You know, hate Trump or love him. I mean, the economy has been booming since Trump. Now, here recently, though, it's taking its hit because of the coronavirus. And the big deal with that is, you know, people in China are really scared, man. The world is scared of China. They really are. Everything comes from China. You know what? I wanted to talk about something real quick. So, Mr. Tom Francis, right? The famous Tom Francis. He sent me a care package today. Here's what he sent me. All right, so he sent me a sticker. All right, so here we go. Hatch and bar. Was it upside down? I think that's... Nope. Is that, I think that's right. <laughs> All right. And then he sent me a knife. It says, Hatch and bar Tom Francis. Look at that. And you open up the blade. It's really ironic, though. It says USA, right? You can clearly see it on there. It says USA. Maybe. Can you see that? I don't know if you can see it. It should say it like right around here. Right at the bottom. And then on the back, if you flip it over, right, really tiny, it says China. Right there. <laughs> so it's like, which is it, Tom Francis? Is it fucking Chinese or is it American? It's fucking crazy. It's a nice gift, though. It really is. I'm going to... I'm going to put it up in my studio, right? Fucking a knife from Tom Francis. Hatching bar. Just got to put it over here. You know, on my, my little table. Here's what I wanted to do for him, though. I know it has nothing to do with the topic at hand, but... I wanted to take this, this sticker. Find a good place in San Antonio. And since it's a good advertisement, it's a nice little sticker. I'm going to post it somewhere. And hopefully... San Antonians will listen to Hatch and Bar. I mean, I don't see why they would know. I might actually, the next time I go to a bar, I don't really go to bars though, but I might have to go to a bar just to put this sticker up in the restroom so people listen to the show. That's all I'm gonna do for this guy. You know, a lot of you guys have been talking about, hey, you know what, I'm gonna send you some swag, I'm gonna send you this, and I haven't got anything from you guys. Tom Francis though. He fucking sent some shit. Believe it or not, it's a topic that is that sit well. I didn't. I think everyone should be equal. Period. I have friends of every nationality and color, so I'm good on that point. You know, it's not about having a friend that's black. It's not about having a friend that's you know claiming to be you know what. I got a friend that's white. I got a friend that's black and yellow and orange and shit. 
you know, it's it's the real shit, man. We're talking about, you know. Just like, how are these people still getting treated like shit? You know, minorities and as a whole, and it's fucking twenty twenty. You know, there's no reason why <clears throat> minorities should hate on each other. There's no reason why anybody should think they're better than anybody. If you're better than somebody, it's because you got some brains. It's because you have the athletic ability. It shouldn't have any do anything to do with the color of your skin, in my opinion. You know what I mean? You know, I think we made a lot of progress over the years, but not enough. I think that when all these old people that are really racist die, people are still going to be racist. Because they essentially pass down all the hate, all the negativity from themselves onto the next generation. Which is really unfortunate, it really is. You know, there are kids out there that, you know, unfortunately don't know anything about the, the word, right? The N-word. They talk about it, they say it just like, like nothing. I mean, to them it doesn't mean anything. They just hear people talking about it. They're like, oh, it sounds cool, right? I heard this comedian talking to him. I heard him say the word. My friends say it. My mom says it. Why can't I say it? And they go up to people and they're just like dropping it left and right. Just like any other fucking word. You know, it's very powerful though. I don't think people realize how powerful words are. Even if they don't mean anything to you. Words are really powerful. There's certain type of words that I would consider triggers to certain type of people. Anytime you say those words, they can make that person feel a many of emotions. And why make them feel shitty about the way they look? About essentially who they are, right? You know, people come from a certain background and whatnot. I mean, I think we should judge them on their character and how they present themselves, and then how they act. That's a big one. Why are you gonna put so much stock into the way somebody looks? Makes no sense to me. I mean, everybody fucking looks different, man. They really do. You have a certain amount of people out there that that are tall, that are short, that are fat, that are skinny. You know, I, I think it's very easy to sit there and shit on somebody by the way they look. Now, if you sit there and you talk about something of substance, like, you know what? You're a fucking idiot. And this is why. All right. Now we're getting somewhere. But you sit there and you're just like, you know what? I hate blacks. I don't know why. They smell funny. They got cotton hair. Something like that. Or you talk about white people. They're so fucking geeky. They're so nerdy. They're this or that. Then you talk about Asian people. You're like, you know what? Them bitches can't drive. They can't do this. Whatever. They look at me funny. I mean, whatever it is, it's like, why are you gonna sit there and say that? If you're gonna shit on somebody, fucking make it something about them. You know, let's let's go ahead and talk about this though. Like every time I fucking shit on you guys on my, you know, angry listener, you know, segment, I never talk about the way you guys look. I never talk about anything other than the goddamn show. I really don't. I sit there and shit on you guys by, you know what? I can't hear your goddamn podcast. I think you sound stupid, you know? Your voice sucks. Something like that. I never talk about you guys the way you look. I mean, it's so easy to sit there and click on a profile and just be like, all right, 
Let's uh, rip his ass apart. Why not? I don't think we have any control over the way we look. You know, we're all built differently and everybody looks different. And, you know, at the end of the day, man, you know, we talk about racist motherfuckers in the world. We talk about this. We talk about that. You know, just don't act like that. I kind of feel like if you're not going to like somebody, like them because there's something about them that draws your attention. Or don't like them because they're just a shitty person. They don't really bring anything to the table, you know? You know, for me, myself, I, like I said earlier, I don't really care what you look like. I don't care what color you are or anything like that, whether you're a woman or a guy. The only thing I care about is just like, you know what? I fucking hate everybody equally. Give me a reason to fucking like you, you know? Give me a reason, and then we'll go from there. Do you got something intelligent to say? Do you talk about stuff that I like? Are you funny? I mean, I don't know, shit like that. When you sit there and just hate on somebody just because they look a certain way. You're like, you know what? I don't really like long hair. That's why I don't like you. I don't like people who smoke. I don't like people who drink. I don't like people who sit there and put a lot of makeup on their face. This is, this is all silly stuff. It does not define the person as a whole. It really doesn't. So think about that next time you encounter somebody, you know? Kind of feel like you should treat everybody the same until you really know them. Then you're like, okay, we're acquaintances, we're friends, we're getting somewhere. Other than that, though, man, just <clears throat> kind of feel like if you ain't got nothing to say, it's nice. You're not on a show, you're not doing a podcast, you're out in the real world. Maybe you shouldn't say anything at all. That's what I do. I have people I come across, I don't really talk to them because I don't have anything nice to say at all to them. You know, another thing to keep in mind, you know, people are dealing with shit on their, in their lives on a daily basis. I'm talking about people with kids, people with shitty jobs, people that are just get bullied and just getting picked on and just treated like crap in general by the world. You know, you don't need to need, need to be that person that adds on to it. You really don't. You know, if you don't like somebody, just don't fucking fuck with them. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. And that is the show I wanted to fucking do today. I think it could have been better, you know, in my opinion. I think it could have been way better. But the only way to really talk about something that makes you uncomfortable, really make it good. You know, he's talking about racism. It really doesn't make me feel comfortable. It really doesn't. You can probably just tell by the way I'm talking and what I'm saying. It's just like, it's really hard, man. It really is. It, it's really hard to do a fucking episode or a show on racism. You know, I'm not one of those guys who wants to sit there and present facts to people. You know, I'm more of a storyteller. I'm more of just a doer, you know? It's my style. It's what I like to do. So... I guess doing a, try to do an episode, a show on something that just makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, it's, it's something you can really tell, okay, this guy does not like it. He does not fucking feel good. But I plan on doing more of these, though. Just like the coronavirus. Because... I feel like even in 2020, it's still a big problem. 
And hopefully we can uh, make some people laugh, get people to lighten up, and really open people's eyes and ears to what's happening around in the world, in our own communities. But yeah, here's my attempt at making a show about racism. Personally, I don't really think it's that great. I didn't think it was a good, good episode, but fuck, man. Is it something that we need to talk about, though? It really is. It really is something we need to talk about. Something I need to work on as far as my material because, fuck, my life. This has been rough. Really, yeah, it's been rough. Really, thought it was going to be a lot easier. I really did, but you know what? It is what it is. I'm going to go ahead and say I'm out, bitches. Hope you guys enjoyed the show and tune in. Tune in for some more material later on because I got plenty.